welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. In being benevolent or attempting to be benevolent or kind, are you limiting somebody else's autonomy by, again, making the assumption about what's best for them? So there you go. There's a bit on how the mind works. There's a bit about bias and how that can be a bad thing and how sometimes it can be helpful. But it's about understanding the different kinds of biases and, and, and how they might play out in different situations that you're in. And then there's, you know, okay, so what can you do about it? Well, here are nine ways you can combat your biases uh, and, you know, by either reducing them or, dis- or you know, disrupting the thought process between that system one and system two thinking uh, and to change your behavior. So, First thing is to just be aware of your initial thoughts about people and about situations and develop that awareness in yourself. So ask yourself the question, um, is this a bias? And if you can ask yourself that question, am I being biased here? Then it will help you to one, be aware of those initial thoughts that you have, because remember, system one thinking is automatic. It kicks in very, very quickly. And it enables you to just check and think, okay, what are these thoughts or opinions based on? Are they based on fact or are they based on assumptions to make my decision-making process easier? Or are, are they based on one bad experience as opposed to these 50 good ones. So be aware of your initial thoughts. Number two is to um, tune in to the people around you and notice how often you um, engage with, communicate with, talk with, choose to be with people who are different to you. And that could be in any way. And, you know, if you find that you naturally migrate towards and spend time with people who are very similar to you, you know, in terms of, like I say, it could be uh, gender, it could be um, uh, race, colour, it could be beliefs, then challenge yourself to, to look, look at it differently and to spend time. Put, put yourself in a position where you're with someone who's perhaps a little bit different. If you're a um, analytical introvert, go and go and talk to the extrovert. Might need to take a, a deep breath to do it, but go and give it a go and and see what happens. Number three is to yeah get some diversity into your life. You know, um, get get a get a mixture of different cultural and social sort of situations into your calendar. Put yourself into the mindset where you're going to do something different every month, you know? So 
if you're all, if you're into um, a certain uh, routine with your social life and with where you go out and um, you know from a business point of view the kind of events that you go to or um, or whatever change that pattern once a month something like that try something different put yourself into a different uh, environment and absorb different cultural and social situations to broaden your uh, reference point to help your system one brain uh, with some new information. Uh, number four is to, is to actually talk about bias. So we've all, like I said, been on the receiving end of bias and dished it out. So talk about it, you know, and, and, and those sort of um, testimonial type conversations let's not call it a confession but those sort of testimonial type sessions where you've accidentally or inadvertently or automatically shown a bias or reflected a bias in something that you've said and it's not been helpful you know you could even if you've if you believe that you've um exhibited bias towards somebody else you could even go and talk to that person and talk through the scenario and uh you could apologize you could ask them how that conversation made them feel you could lead in with a conversation about bias and potentially have that example in your back pocket to kind of bring into the conversation if it goes that way. I think starting to share our own experiences of bias with other people gets the conversation going. And particularly helpful in a team. If you're working in a team and uh, you, you know that these biases exist and they're going to potentially affect your decision making and potentially you're going to need to make fast decisions, maybe under stress, uh, through a project uh, at some point, then to have those conversations before that situation arises could really help you when the time comes. So that's number four, share your own experience of bias with other people. Number five is to actively look for the common things about people that exist. So what have you got in common with other people, regardless of culture, uh, gender, uh, belief, um, race, colour? What have you got in common other than those uh, perhaps superficial or um, you know, other characteristics? And embrace those commonalities. We're all the same, different, but the same. And, you know, educate people about it. This is number six, by the way. Uh, you know, if you're running a business, run some training on, on, on bias for your people. Do a kind of a workshop on it. I think educating people about, about bias, about inclusion, about belonging, it's a really powerful exercise because, well, one, you create a more inclusive environment in, in, in your workplace. But two, you, you really get the conversation going. You know? People then begin to connect on a, on a deeper level. Um, you ask questions about, you know, 
each other. You find things out about each other to know how people feel about stuff. You get into uh, talking about experiences uh, or, you know, what's happened to them as they came through, uh, you know, school education or whatever and um, different experiences and different workplaces and, and all of that. It really adds some colour, both from the point of view of your awareness and knowledge of that other person and them of you. And their experiences, and you find out, okay, well, you find out that the people have been through stuff, and people have learned lessons as they've gone through that stuff. And those lessons could really help you, your team, your business, your project to be more successful. So there's so much power in every individual, there's so much potential in every individual. And using a conversation and, and so educating, uh, a team together about something like bias, which could really potentially make or break a project or a program or a, a year for a business. That can be really powerful. Just think about that sort of confirmation bias, right? If you encourage a discussion about it and do some training on it, you can avoid the lemmings scenario where you all leap off the cliff merrily together, not knowing where you're going to land. And then the next one, uh, and I've kind of lost count now, but I think I'm on number seven, is um, to, well, it's really important, this one, actually. If you, if, you, if you see something, you've got to say something, you know, so call it out. And, and, if, and again, if you feel uncomfortable calling it out directly, um, then ask a question. And it's important to call it out. Because if a, if a, an unhealthy and unhelpful bias is allowed to kind of sit, rest, grow, and thrive in the culture of your team or your business, then it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you real bad. So if you see something, you have to say something. Otherwise, you end up not with a commitment culture, but with a compliance culture where people will only say things if they really feel that they're going to be safe. You know, you need to make it safe and you need to do the right thing. So if you see it, say it, call it out. And there's different ways you can do it, either directly or indirectly with a question or a comment. Number eight is to make this okay, right? Because if you believe that people are doing the best they can with the resources that they've got, then you will understand that where people have biases, it's their system one thinking that's kicking in. It's an automatic response. You might not agree with their bias. It might really grate against your values. It could be, um, you know, a real affront to your values. Let's, you know, in extreme examples, casual comments could really offend you, right? But being offended is not going to serve you. Doing something about it will. So if you can start off by assuming that all behavior has a positive intention for that individual, even if you don't agree with them, then it gets you into the right mindset to have a decent conversation with that person about it, and you're able to then work through it. There's always extremes, right? 
and this is perhaps a a difficult area to get into, but it's a kind of a mindset thing. So if you believe that all behavior has a positive intention, then you're then not then focusing on the person as being the problem. You're focusing on um, the uh, what's what's behind the behavior, and then you can begin to work with that person to get to a better understanding. So yeah, so don't don't assume bad intent when somebody says or does something on the basis of bias. They may just be making a mistake and their programming might mean that their system one thinking is running away with them. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad person. Because think about it, when you've said something accidentally or without thinking, what was your intention? Was your intention to hurt somebody else? Was your intention to harm? Probably not. So think about it like that. And then the other thing that you can do, and this is number nine, is to, to just slow down your decision-making process. Like I say, I think the, um, the, the, the system one thinking is fast, it's automatic, it's helpful from that point of view. But system two uh, is for solving more complex problems. So uh, if you slow down and use that system two brain, to reflect on decisions and just practice it for a while on perhaps some more straightforward decisions by asking a couple of well, what if questions, then actually that could improve your decision-making process by just slowing things down just a little bit. And if you're in a business, then you can embed this understanding of biases and Create a more inclusive environment in things like your um, your policies and processes, and you can make inclus inclusive behaviours part of the experience of working in that team and with those people. If you start off by creating an awareness of it, okay. So I'm conscious that this is quite a detailed episode um, but it's important and I hope it's valuable I suppose the key thing here is that we are all biased um, and we all have biases so bias itself is neither inherently it's neither good or bad bias has upside and downside you know having a bias can help you to make decisions faster but accurate decisions are important right so if you over rely on that sort of system one thinking and doing it fast then you're potentially allowing yourself to be biased and therefore neglecting information that's going to really help you make the right decision Take that confirmation bias example or groupthink, you know. When you're under pressure and under stress and the, um, the stakes are high, if you like, just look out for that because that could really lead to really bad outcomes. And, you know, we all say things that we wish we hadn't. And I think this whole thing about being inclusive 
really has to start with that awareness that we, we all have biases. We all say things or do things that we shouldn't do or we wished we hadn't done. Does that make sense? Let's stop pretending that it didn't happen. Um, you know, let's start talking about it. Let's acknowledge that we've all got biases, that some of which help us, some of which hinder us, some of which cause harm, either inadvertently or otherwise. And let's recognize that these things exist. Let's say sorry. Let's get to a common understanding with each other. And then let's make a change. You know, let's move on. Let's move forward together. And like I say, that whole thing about talking to somebody about something that may have happened in the past and asking them how it felt for them and saying sorry, that can be a really powerful conversation to create a connection, to help somebody feel like they really do belong in your team or in your culture. And being open to that feedback is really key. And so, like I say, challenging ourselves to uh, be aware of, identify, and overcome our own biases can be really powerful for us and help us to make better decisions and help us to create more inclusive environments. And helping others to recognize their biases will further fuel that culture of commitment instead of compliance and really begin to lay a solid foundation for a harmonious society, a uh, successful and productive team, and a culture and an environment that really embraces the differences that we all have, you know? We're all the same, right? But we're all completely different. So being able to understand and embrace that whole rich uh, tapestry of capability and passions and skills and experiences and lessons learned and insights through setting automatic thinking to one side for a second, firing up system two, and understanding really clearly, is this a bias that's serving me or is this a bias that's holding me back? And if this is serving me, but it's not serving you, recognizing that it's holding you back because no one does anything on their own. Let's create inclusive environments where bias is understood, bias is accepted, and bias biases are, are overcome. And in so doing, we're creating a working environment and a society that really appreciates and values everyone for what they bring and gives everyone what they need to achieve the success and the results that they want to achieve in their lives. Oh, and if your bias is towards ice cream, then, you know, why not give custard a go? You never know. You might enjoy it. Okay, thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I look forward to catching you again soon. 
thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.